Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on kids now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo I'm fired up I'm, I feel like light and bright. Last week I was sad. Could you guys tell? This week I'm fiery. Uh, you are uh, you're a firecracker today. Um, <laughs> let's start with, with the, the, the issue at hand. Okay. Okay. So recently, um, we're not going to use names because that's not what we do. I will. No. Okay. We won't use names. We're not going to use names, fucker. Okay. Um, but recently, Meryl found out that one of our people, our, our friends that we have engaged with, uh, that isn't a close friend. It is just a person that we've talked to enough. Right. Uh, has is no longer following her. And although you. you can't or me. Or the podcast. And now, although you cannot guarantee that this person was ever following you, you can't. You're so worked up at the fact that this person now doesn't follow you. Yes. That you wrote me and said, Oh my God, blank isn't following us. And I was like, Okay. Correct. Uh, For someone um yeah, well, let's dive into this <laughs> psychologically because I'm I'm willing to go there because okay, truly let's go, let's I go. have a lot of uh, it's almost like a it's an it's not it's almost like too much confidence mixed with like it's it's not insecurity it's it like is insecurity are you out of your mind no 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 because no, out not- you find out that somebody unfollows you and then you go ape shit and then you want them you, you even said this earlier you go i, I kind of want them to die now like yeah. you looked at me with like seriousness i want them yeah to there's die. a part of me for real that like wouldn't care honestly i i had found out about it because they had posted and this is i feel like okay so at the core i think i'm tired of caring about people more than they care about me or like or like putting energy and yeah. and like lifting them up but then i have strings attached i guess as, as i'm saying like i care yeah. about showcasing people and then they don't really showcase me back and then I, yeah. that makes me feel but then i'm i'm loving with yeah. expectation instead of just being i think for years i was so like i love this person i love this but then and it's so funny because we just talked about the opposite with our friend chloe yeah. who's still following me i checked this morning <laughs> 
<laughs> but, uh, you know, and oh, oh my God, there's so much going on. Don't you think there's an inauthenticity to uh, like saying that like, oh, I have so many friends. I love all these people. It's like you can't truly. Like, I have 52 real friends. I counted them to okay. make myself feel better. Okay. So even 52. I mean, that doesn't seem realistic. No, I have 52 people. You're one of them that I feel like really know me and who I really like. You have 52 people. Yes, I count. I'd like, I'd love to hear from our listeners how many friends that they feel they are really truly their friends that they know, that that would that know them, that would be there for them in their hardest time. I don't think you have 52. I swear. I swear. 52. Yeah. But, like, like, listen, you're lucky Lauren, if you Michelle, have... Lauren, Michelle, Jen, Courtney, Casey, Bo... Don't leave anybody out. Don't Amy, leave anybody out. Just Jason, Dana, mm-hmm. Kev, Jared. <laughs> you, know, you got 52. You said me twice, just so you know. Um, Let's see. Well, I, I like to go through stages of my life. Michelle, uh-huh. Jen, Courtney, okay. Amy, Lauren, Nobody Iris. Nobody wants to hear any of this, but all I'm saying is... You're lucky if you have a core of like a couple friends that you know will be there at all your turns, right? Then you have your family that are going to be there because they're family. <laughs> and, and then you're going to have the, the the second tier friends, which are like people that are acquaintances and that you know and you hang out and you like them. But at the end of the day, like there's going to be a time in your lives when you start to branch out and go different directions, right? Yeah. Well, they move to a different city and so you don't see them a lot. And so you talk to them once every once, like once a, a couple months or a year or whatever. There are people that I haven't talked to for a decade. And if I saw it tomorrow, I'd be like, oh my God, yes, come into my life. Here we are. Yeah. But it's like, I wouldn't think of them as like my close, like core friends who will always be there for me, you know? So if you to say 52 people, I think I swear. That's, that's ridiculous. And you put way too much weight on counting how many. I was on a walk and I'm like, let me feel better about. No, no, no. Because I, cause I was feeling. Also, don't let anyone else make you feel like you have worth. Like you feel it yourself. You do that. I just you- upgraded. I have downgraded. I have 51 friends now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all yes people. They don't question anything around me. Um, I would I would rather someone follow me on Instagram and hate me and look at my photos and think what a stupid dumb bitch than unfollow me and still like kind of really like I me. I also think your idea of what a friend is may be a little askew. Maybe. Because, maybe. because I don't think all of these 52 people would tell you when you're being fucked. I'm going like, to get them all together. W- w- when you're would, would tell you like, you know what, that's kind of a shitty thing that you just did. And I think you should answer for it. No, that. they laugh at me for it. And they, I, they would be like, oh, no, you're Yeah, that's great. funny. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, sorry, that's not a real <laughs> But I need friends that I can, you know that meme where someone's like throwing a baby and like almost like shooting a baby the way that you'd shoot like a basketball? Yeah. Like I need people like that where I can like, like, whoops, I'm like shooting a, shooting a three-pointer, but it's a baby. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I found out that this person wasn't, it's a comedian that we have, I felt like we have supported in a very funny way where life is wonderful. You and I were just at a little party together and and we were telling people, telling someone else, you need to go see this comedian. Yeah. Not everyone gets him, but like we get him. I feel like I was hyping this person up. And then, yeah. then I had saw that they just got engaged and I was looking at their wife's photo yeah. thinking she's really pretty. She plays the harp, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then, and then I had, I'm like, I haven't heard from him lately. And then I clicked and I saw that he was no longer following us. Uh, yeah. Then my head goes into a tailspin. I don't think I'll, I don't know if I'll ever if I'm just the kind of person that I will never get to the point where I'm like oh he does what he does I think I'm always just going to be like Miss Piggy-ish yeah. and be but like also you're an extreme person like, yeah I think about like what you post right mm-hmm. and how much you post it might be a lot for somebody it is a lot they might be like I don't want to get this feed all the time. Like, th- I don't think this person's that Then you funny. mute. Or, I, <laughs> well, some people are and like. And if he doesn't think I'm that funny, that's why I think his wife can like trap herself in the harp and literally get 
Strangled uh, like an my, umbilical oh cord. Oh my god! Stop it. He's a nice person. He's he is. Funny. He is. I like he's him. He's a nice person. And I really hate. I hate this thing that you're doing because I feel like. Can we play some harp music now? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, he. It was nothing personal, and if it was, okay. But like, I still wish him the best, and I want him to. I think he's funny. I think, I think he's, he's a, very funny. A talented guy, and he took time out of his life to be in our life, and maybe he chose. And he like, doesn't owe me anything. But he now, doesn't owe you shit. And but I'm still this way. You're putting. You're putting bullshit out there like pre-canceled garbage right? yeah and he may have been like oh god another one of these people not getting where it's coming from or realizing that you're a fucking conspiracy theorist and and he's just like i don't want this in my life and he said okay i'm done and that's, that's okay. true and he might see you on the street and go like oh my god yes. how are you that's great oh yeah i had to unfollow you because like i don't know that stuff was getting me wild you know? absolutely Who he knows? has every right to do that and i have every but right why? To... he has to write you a fucking letter of, of intent and say like hey yes. yeah, i'm gonna unfollow you but it's not personal he should mute once you follow your stuff forever know, following. I, honestly i'm I, I don't even know how to mute i don't even know how to mute i really don't. i know how to mute i'm sick of other people's insecurity affecting my ego <laughs> <laughs> i really am because i think about the other boy yeah. that uh, of the dana and jason friend group who like was alone one night and basically went through his list of people that he like doesn't think care about him and then he unfollowed yeah. me then that triggered me i am sick of other people's insecurity affecting my insecurity there's a lot to unpack here there is. I don't even know if we can ever get to it. I'm happy to get there. I, but I, I'm, I, I, I would say I'm working it through, but I don't think I'm really working it through. I think I'm just. No, you're not. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And I unfollow people. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Let's 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 think about that. I unfollow them if I feel like I don't know them or talk That's, to them. Exactly. Exactly. There are times where I go through and it's like, I, I you know what? I don't care about your, you know, you're a nice person, but like you're, you're posting too many baby pics. I'm sorry. I'm glad you had yeah. a baby, but like every fucking three seconds, you yeah. know, every, every day I've got to see like, oh, he pushed a grape. It's like, I don't give a fuck. And so, yes, I could hide that and just be like, not say, but what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Really? What is the difference? Like you're choosing to not see the content, right? And you're afraid to hurt their feelings because now you're not friends. Oh, you're not friends in real life? Then you weren't friends anyway. No, we weren't. I have friends that like post. <laughs> this is a good conversation. I, I, I like have, it. I have friends who post like thirst trap photos, right? Because mm-hmm. I have some like attractive friends that are, are female and, and and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, I really like you as a friend. But you don't want to see it? I don't want to see you like this because it plants an image in my head of sexuality where I'm looking at them in a non-sexual way. And although I can accept their beauty of course. I also was like, well, gosh, I wasn't thinking about boning you, but like now I look at you and you got a fucking smoking body and you're like putting it out there like, mm, but would you unfollow them? I might. Yeah. So do you think this person unfollowed me? Cause I'm just too sexy. It's, you're just too sexy. Meryl. <laughs> your, 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 your content. <laughs> my like image. red onions dripping yeah. down my, my shirt. He's like, gosh, oof, this girl, I got to unfollow. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. He just, I mean, we're going to go with that. He was, he's yeah. newly married or yeah, newly he's, engaged. He's, engaged he's he way realizes, too, he can't take yeah. it. You can't take it. Your, your beauty is too Thank strong you. for him. My he had to unfollow you or he was definitely going to cheat on his, his fiance. Yeah. Okay. He I can't like love that. two women equally. And, you know and he unfollowed you in the podcast because it's like he can't it's an dare see any photos yeah, yeah. of me. Yeah. yeah. It, you might pop up in my feed. You won't. But like yeah. if you did, <laughs> then he'd be like, oh, here we go again. I got a boner and I'm- That think, makes yeah, sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think we're going to go with that. Okay. My friends- You my- still want him to die? Because you have an a- admirer now. 
I mean, you didn't think about it like this, but no. He, now I he feel compassion love, for he him. He has an obsession for you. It's passion. Mm, now like, I want to go imagine, ruin his marriage. Imagine a cologne called Insecurity. That's what, <gasps> oh, I spray that. Yeah, all that's, over him. that's yeah. what he. You guys are in that ad together. Okay. Right? Yeah. You're We're going to go with that. You're rolling around. You have a white shirt on and it's it's getting wet and it's like insecure. <laughs> unfollowed. No, yeah. That really is going to be. It is. Uh, yeah. 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 That is funny. You know who we deal with this a lot is Cantori. That's what he gets. He he because I've and this is so funny because I have for years have been telling him because he'll get unfollowed and then yeah. he'll like reach out to the person oh, and be God. like hey just me and i've always been like don't do that why do you give people attention like that and now why are you doing that that's essentially what you do you want the, the person to die because, content yeah, no it's because you guys this is the thing this is what you need to realize is that your other podcast partner chris cantori and you are so much alike you're both dying for attention so massive, I love attention. So yeah. massively insecure that when someone, no, I'm not in- massively insecure. Yes, you, yes, I are. think it comes no, from Miss Piggy plays where you like you think that confidence is security and it isn't. Confidence is something that you put out. There. Security is seeing saying like, oh, he has the right to choose who he follows and does. Yeah, I don't have right. that. You don't have that. That's no. you're insecure with an, a buttload of confidence. It's, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> that sounds like my LinkedIn bio. Honestly, you, this is like a thing that many people, especially famous people who uh, everyone thinks like, oh my God, they're funny. They're amazing. They're so confident. They must have it all together. And then you, you walk on Robin Williams hanging in the yeah, closet. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Listen, I think I have that. There's yeah. a mental health there. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a, a this this thing that we do is we put people in like, wow, he's so funny and crazy. It must be a, a real gas to be hanging out with all the time. It's like, he's massively depressed mm-hmm. and he's not talking about it. Or if he is, it's like he's, 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 he's struggling with his, this insecurity and this mental health. And I think that. So you're telling me I'm confident. I'm saying that you are overly confident <laughs> yeah, and you are massively insecure. That's what I'm I, Yeah, you. in this realm, yeah. in this realm. Okay, in this realm, what? I, I, no. What are, we, what are we on, Ragnarok? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> in this realm. Uh, I, I'm just... That's a good conversation. I, I I need to dive more into it because I don't know. I can grow in many ways. I am not... I don't know if I'm... I would be very surprised if one day I'm able to like see that someone unfollowed me yeah. and not at least have a twinge of like... Well, I just want you, when that happens... I hope they lose I, their foot uh, in a diabetic uh, coma. Jesus. When that happens, all I'm asking you to do is take a hop and a skip and uh-huh. think about, like, could there be another way? Could there be another version of this? Is this personal or not? You know, that's all you really have to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change your entire brain. Just, like, in that moment, there's one additional second or two where you go, wait, am I overreacting? You know? Yeah. Ask yourself, you're a smart woman. And when I say you're insecure, I don't mean that there's something wrong with you. I just no, no, you're right in this category. Yes, because it must mean it. Like I was trying to think, this person doesn't have like a say on whether or not I'm a worthy human being. Like yeah. it comes from inside. I know that, but I think that's why I think stand up in some ways was good for me because there were shows where I did do really well, but then there's also moments where I looked out and people like weren't digging me or you know they just had their yeah. their arms crossed and i'm yeah. like that's good for me to get in real live feedback because yeah. it like helps me then not lash out at them or like have a meltdown so well, i mean that's good if, for me if you were a brand right meryl the brand company meryl wouldn't you want to know who your target audience is and then also understand how you're missing the other audience or how you're not completely connecting with them 
Yeah. And then how you could if you wanted to. Some people are like, this is my brand. That's just the way I am. Like, that's kind of how I am. It's like, listen, you're either going to like me or you're going to fucking hate my guts. Like, there's really no in between. Mm -hmm. And I get it and I'm okay with it. I'm not going to change who I am to please you. I just understand that not everyone's going to like me. And they don't. And that's fine. What, what if I just love too purely in the w- cold, harsh world? You think that me... your problem is that you love too purely, purely? in this realm? In this realm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that like I love uh, with sure, like a little open hearted sure. puppy and then I feel like the world kicks uh, me to the garbage can and then I get up and then I want to attack them. But it, I, I think the truth is if you really want to dive into this, and which we are. Mm-hmm. I'll Venmo you $50 an hour. I it's you think yes. it's fifty? No, it used no. to be two hundred for my um, therapist that moved to Mexico. I think that you love with the expectation that that means someone will love you, and that when instead of but lo- I really do truly love people. I can think okay, of about fine, my fifty two people. Okay, fine, but I do think that you do it specifically with the fact that, like, with this in mind, I'm going to love you, so you're going to love me exactly the same way back. instead of saying i have love for you and that's all i need you to know it's okay i am me correct and i love you and i'm going to put that at you and you don't have to say it back because it's not about you it's more about my love and me giving it to you it's a yeah no (laughs) yeah no no i know you're that person that goes like i love you say it back say it back i say i love my fans yeah (laughs) you you it's just one collective you that's how you say your boyfriend i love love you i love all of you um gosh it's great to have you here today and it's just like we live together <laughs> I was like, you want me to sign something in the fridge yeah. for you or something? Thanks for like, coming. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this, this is a really long meet and greet. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> Try the meal. The nine o'clock show is different from the seven o'clock show. That is funny. Well, that is a facet of my personality that I'm getting used to. And I am in the best slash worst city for this because mm. all LA is, is like, yeah. who's following you? Who's not following you? I'm not verified. This person is verified. Like, I think that is so funny because it is, I, it is funny that I'm magnetized God. to a place that is based on ego and like kind of mirror that sounds like just absolute hell to me to be to be part of a system that's like ooh are you on the in who are you oh you're nobody then peace out it's I like know. wait why? then that's why i have real f- i love my friends seems there like, it just seems like high school it just seems like high school well i did well in high school I wonder how that other person that followed me did. Oh my god! But then they're on Comedy Central, so yeah. they win. Oh, they did for now. Win. Nobody wins. There's no winning. No, he's here. winning for now. Okay, <laughs> he's winning absolutely. And you look at that as someone who is winning has chosen to not like you. So that means you're not going to win. Correct. That means that he must think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that he's means. above you in some way. Yeah, he definitely is above me. But you think that. Yeah. But you're mad that he thinks that maybe <laughs> you're just you're putting a room. lot of you're, 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 you're doing a lot of work here to say yeah, that, he's above me okay and and yeah for now so I, maybe there's a bigger 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 issue here is which is like i think in levels why, why yeah why are you thinking in these categories because like do you think that uh do you think that kevin hart let's just imagine this is kevin hart right okay do you think kevin hart is a, a more important person than you Mm, not Kevin Hart. I don't really like him okay, that much. But okay, okay. Pick someone you like. I think um, you're missing Chelsea Peretti. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so Chelsea Peretti. Sarah Silverman is more important okay, than me Sarah for sure. Sarah Silver Silverman is more. See, I don't agree. Really? I just think that she has more fame than you, but she's not more important. I but don't, then you would think I don't think I, and you would think I do, but I really don't. I don't think someone like mopping the floor of Panera Bread is. I don't think I'm more important than them. I really, really, truly don't. So you would sit down and have coffee with them and ask them their 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 story. Is it Panera Bread coffee? Yeah. Do they get yeah. a discount? 
<laughs> yes, I would. But I mean, like, I think in my head that, yeah, Sarah Silverman is I like hate, a higher worth than I, I am. I fucking hate when I'm at a corporate event and someone walks up and tells me that they're the one in charge. I hate that. They come up and like, I'm the CEO. It's like, I'm paying for all this. Like, okay. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Suck your they dick? They say that? Oh, my God, yes. Or even worse is when someone walks in the room and everyone goes, oh, that's the CEO. They're the one. In really? Charge. And they, like, lose their shit. Like, they're on some, like, they floated in on some, like, new technology that they're about to share with everybody. It's like, okay, I get it. That yeah. person's in charge. I get it. That's maybe your boss or you like the things I say. But, like, don't treat them like a god. It's like, I think that's a, that's an issue, right? We we If you were to run into Bruce Willis... I, I don't know. I don't know why I brought up Bruce Willis, but like, if you were to run into him, <laughs> totally the most random. I love him. If you were, to I, run mean, into I think Bruce he's cool. Well, he seems yeah, cool. It's like I, I think it's it's fine. I, I get why people get shell shocked a little bit, or or get like, yeah, like you know, they're like stars, yeah, starstruck, yeah, and they're like, wow, oh my god, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah, I get it. I totally get that. But at the end of the day, isn't Bruce Willis just a dude? And you could probably just have a regular conversation, and he would like that more. Or you would just say, that's Bruce Willis. That's really cool. I saw him, but I'm not going to invade his whole like world and like make it about me. Yeah. It's like, I don't I know. agree. Stop okay. putting people on a pedestal. And maybe, okay, you that's, might. You know what? That's the problem with what happened with TV in the, in the 90s and 2000s. Oh, yeah. It's like we put all these people on like pedestals and then we ran out of people. So we started creating like, you know. Uh, reality TV shows and put them on pedestals and like we're constantly building these people like oh that guy he, he makes a lot of money so he's more important than me it's like well no now you feel shitty because you can't keep up with that and you live in a world that isn't Hollywood and isn't this so so then the guy who lives in you know small town Idaho goes like I'll never be yeah. a, a Kim Kardashian or whatever and it's like well yeah that's okay that's okay you're still great and let's not compare ourselves to all this shit and put everybody on these pedestals and category. I don't know. I fucking hate this shit. <laughs> you, you, get all, you get me all riled up. Cause like, I don't like seeing you like sort of Lee, sort of uh, like internally implode in yeah. these moments. Cause I'm like, you're, you're so sweet. You're stronger than this. Yeah. Yeah. You're better than that. And if someone unfollows you, like that's their prerogative. I need to get, I'm just, just in a space just right now. Pivot, pivot. Yeah. I'm in a realign, space like that. Yeah. Pivot, realign. And yeah. it's like no big deal. You're not, listen, you are an acquired taste. You think, see, you think that you're cheese pizza where it's like most people, if not everyone loves you. Right. Yeah. But like, you're not, you're I not know. a cheese pizza. You're that pizza that like is so weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, like it, it's so interesting that people go like, huh? I don't know if I'm going to like that. But then they taste it and go, holy fuck. You changed my mind. You changed Aww. my mind. Look at this. Amazing Do I have pizza. pineapples on me? You have banana on you. I think. <gasps> yes. I would, I would eat banana pizza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that yeah, earlier. The only thing I, reason I'm saying that is because Meryl sent a picture of banana pizza like it could be a thing. I was like, that it sounds was, it was a thing. so weird. I voted yes on the Insta story. But all I'm saying is like, Thank you. why don't you just enjoy the fact that you're a banana pizza instead you're of right. trying to be a cheese pizza, which is not what you want to be anyway. Oh my God. That's actually, bro, that's really like brilliant and smart. Honestly. I'm telling you. Because sometimes, even with your friends, sometimes I feel like they, they don't like know me or something mm -hmm. and then they are like, oh, she's weird. I don't like her. But I'm like, yeah. oh, if you just talk to me, I feel like I'm not as... See, I actually am the opposite of you in this way. I know walking into a situation, I'm probably going to say something that offends someone. You know, mm -hmm. you might not even get that from this podcast, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm kind of play straight guy to your yes. insanity. Yep. But like, you're the pizza, I'm the banana. Mo most situations, I walk in and I'm saying something in the room that is a little like, oh my God. Yeah. And some people are. You're like, edgier than I am, I think, in real life. And I think some, and I definitely am probably more honest in yeah, the way that definitely. I'll say something that's like 
might cut a little bit. Yes. I don't mean that to be rude. No, and I'll be fake but nice. Like, and that's maybe, that's another thing that you just brought up that I realize in this situation is I feel like I take such care in at least, uh, at least on the surface, trying to be nice to people. And I feel like for me, unfollowing them would like hurt their feelings. And then I feel like people don't do that to me where it's like, they don't take into account like my feelings. And then that's such a, I know that's very unhealthy. I I understand. We shouldn't constantly be just thinking about others all the time. We should think about our own mental health too, which I think sometimes people just don't have the space for, you know, I've had to condense friends who I was very close with. I say condense, but like eliminate some people from my daily life because I was like, this is no longer, this is almost becoming exhausting now. I can't keep up with this and I have to like move in the direction that's healthy for me. Totally. Yeah. And that's just, just think about that. I All I'm asking you is think about that. Yeah. Because you, it sounds a little dangerous where you go. Absolutely. No. And I even like, we have a comedian friend performing down here in San Diego tonight and I was almost going to be like, everyone go see her and then I want to like then I feel like this underlying like well then fuck her what does she do to, to, to support me but then I'm like then it's so weird because I'm battling with like my natural true honestly like yeah. since I was little my natural thing is like yes this person go 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 but then it's sure. like now I feel like this weird thing like underneath of kind of like well the, what does this person do for me really and that's I, I understand I need yeah. to really like work on that I totally get that yeah because I, I think the other way is the way that uh, I guess of kindness and uh, of you know sensing a secure version of yourself is like the better way to go for you right Mm -hmm. it isn't about how they're going to help you or what they're going to do for you and if they don't do it then fuck them and you know that's That's how i won best personality in eighth grade (laughs) is by by tricking everyone (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) oh well i mean if that's the way you want to live no it's crumbling which is good that's what happens when our when our ego dissolves that we go mental you need ego death we all need it. i know we all need it I, yeah, that's why I think that's why I think stand up and stuff like that is good for me because it kills your ego super quick. I will. Yeah, I, I agree. And honestly, that was one of the things that I was most interested slash worried about when I did the uh, when I officiated that wedding mm-hmm. was I would written this, you know, essentially like five to eight minute speech that had riddled like comedy through it mm-hmm. and some of it was a little biting mm-hmm. but like in the the most i i thought the most charming way but there was the part of me knowing that this entire crowd is not me it's them right mm-hmm. and they all have their own sensibility of what comedy is yeah what's funny what's yes tasteful. and you and might so, be like a pepperoni pizza in that moment right. or, or ho- with a with some jalapenos yeah and people go like oh i don't like spicy things yeah 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 right? totally you are kind of you have and, that you have so margarita pizza you have to understand your audience and so i did it the best that i could i took it as far as i could and thought with my you know my psychology 101 brain i was like okay but how can i do this where people will understand it and will accept it and even if they're like "Ooh, he said the word fuck in a speech at a wedding yeah how can i train people that i'm coming from a good place and this is this is meant to be funny right Mm -hmm. because like at the end of it like yeah some people came up and were like oh that was amazing that was the best and other people didn't say anything so that's okay. Yeah. I didn't go like, well, anybody didn't say anything. Fuck you. You know, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm not there. And then cut to like the speech there. where you're like, we are all gathered here yeah, today. Yeah, I love yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's honestly how yeah. it could be. I would truly, if I had the resources, I would notice he wasn't laughing and then tell my assistant to like behead them, but then come back and like. <laughs> you would be an awful queen. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Off with yeah. their heads. Yeah. But I would you. eat cake in the middle of the day. <laughs> or pizza. And I'd fuck yeah. my jester. 
Jesus. For sure. And I'd have big royal dogs. Like, you know, the, the Afghan hounds, with the beautiful bings. And then when you got done fucking that person and you were just tired of them and you'd have the big royal dogs eat him. Yeah. yeah. And I'd laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of banana pizza? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that honestly now i dream of that world i really do so yeah i mean that isn't even really that, that wasn't even going to be our topic that, for today honestly that should be your code word every time you banana start to pizza. flip out just banana pizza you're completely right and I've, i'm getting used to i think this year is the first time where i'm getting used to not being not acting like cheese pizza i think maybe my bananas are coming on <laughs> and it's okay <laughs> I don't know if you're Some people don't find it like, appealing. <laughs> oh God. They want to split. Okay, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I have a quick question okay, for you. This sure, has nothing to do with yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. Ask me a question. Okay. I'd love to have a question. Okay, this is my question for you. Okay, go. Um, My friend, part of the 52, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe like 54, 55. My friend Keith uh, Foster came up to visit me. Uh, and so he lives in San Diego and he came up to Los Angeles. He had something else, something to do. So we saw, I saw him, we hung out. Well, and, and just to, just to make really clear, like infamously, like I worked with Keith Foster on the TV show with mm-hmm. you and I felt like he was one of those people who treated me with disrespect. Yes. And I, that's why I still continue my friendship with him. Yes, yes. I would <laughs> I'm ju- just kidding. I would just yeah. say, I would just say yeah. that his, he and I are never going to be close. I agree. Because there's too many opportunities that could have gone well and they went poorly. Yeah. And I'm just not, I'm no longer interested. I don't have time. I don't have the fucking space for people who like. Absolutely. Continuously show me that they're like a, a whiny little crab apple. <laughs> yeah. You know? I totally get that, honestly. And I think he was put into a role. He became the head writer of the show that we were working on. And I think like he's a prime example of just some people. I he, He's he's a great writer. I think he's like really good at scripts and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure he is. But he is. can't manage. Like he wasn't yeah, good at no. managing and people. here's the thing is he, he thought that getting a title head writer was going to make him like the boss, yeah. right? That doesn't make you the boss and it doesn't make you a good leader. All it does is give you a title and that's all he wanted. And then you're wanted. the CEO saying, I'm the one and in that's charge. all he wanted. He just wanted control and power. And I was like, I wanted to look at him. I was like, dude, I'm like six years older than you. Mm-hmm. I've also been a boss for the last 15 years and I've studied enough psychology to understand exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. Drop your bullshit and just be kind to people and you're going to get a lot more out of them. Yes. I think he realizes that. I really, really do. I think. And and good for him if he does, but it doesn't matter to me. Right. I'm not trying to get close to people like that. I I agree. And I think like how we were saying, sometimes personalities just don't mesh completely. And I feel like knowing you guys both like, yeah, like I like both aspects of things, but then there's, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like that guy. Yeah. Like consistently. Absolutely. And I'm not saying yeah. that to back my own thing up. I'm just saying like, I, I've had people go like, oh no, not at all. Like, no, thank you. I, I know that. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to ask me a question. <laughs> he came to LA. He came to, to LA. Okay. And I think, and part of the thing that I have done before, which is like when you were saying, talking about friends and calling each other's on each other's bullshit and stuff sure, like that. Sure. I think one way that, and maybe this it's not just Keith. A lot of people do this and I've been guilty of this in certain ways too, where it like, he'll look at, for example, um, 
like something like the Lele Pons podcast or something. I had him sure. as one of the callers. And then it's like, why don't I, then he'll ask me, why don't I have a, po- not me, like him. Why, why doesn't he have a podcast on Spotify? Or like, why isn't he booked for this yeah, comedy he, show? Because he wants everyone to make him famous, but he's not willing to do the work to make himself famous. Right. And we've talked, and he, he honestly, he's I, been. That's what I'm saying. He's that little yeah. kid in the corner. Yeah. I want that toy. Why don't I have it? It's like, oh, yeah. shut up. But, but we've like, I really feel like I've addressed that with him. And he knows in a way that I, it's coming from a person that cares about him and he's receptive to that yeah we're all so growing what's the okay question? okay okay so <laughs> uh, what are we doing here <laughs> i love this episode honestly i feel so awake and alert and good for you for talking about your real feelings because it's also you're not doing you don't hate the, like you don't you're you're like respectfully not into this I, person I, but i respectfully decline you absolutely do i feel you in on this that position of my life like I, yeah I, sorry we're moving in a different direction and it's not with this egomaniacal head writer right 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 do you know who i am that's what i can see him saying i can see and he actually i think he did say that to me in I so think many he words did, like, yeah do you know who i am i'm the head writer yeah it's like, okay peter o'toole shut the fuck up <laughs> wait who's peter o'toole no he's a famous actor is he yeah wait, he, he's not in law and order is he no he was in uh lawrence of arabia does he have nice eyebrows i mean he, oh, he has sounds eyebrows. like someone that would i don't know what, what are nice eyebrows like dark bushy eyebrows do you know mr big on sex in the city Oh, no. He, he has nice eyebrows. No, no. Really? No. Those are like caterpillars. Mm. Yikes. Okay, anyway. Mm. Lay of larvae on my mouth. You have a question. Okay, my question. Okay, so I'm giving that context. So Keith had come up. We went to lunch. We were talking about um, the improv community. Sure. And he's a big improv guy. Yeah, big I'm imp- sure he's good at it, too. He, I'm trying to give compliments <laughs> because I'm not trying to be a complete... I don't think you're being a complete dick at all, too, either. I really don't. No, but I'm sure he is good at improv. I I know that he put a lot of time into it, and he taught. I think he taught classes. Yeah, he taught classes. Yep. And we had someone. So there was a new uh, improv building here in San Diego called, like, Old Town Improv. And it was a beautiful space. Everyone was really excited for it. And then, weirdly, and this was, like, out in public, so I'm not outing anyone or anything like that. One of the founders had this weird cancel thing where... um, in the improv because we were talking about how weird the improv community is and just you know it's a bunch of like some people are really cool one of my favorites is the your teacher my love of my life jesse sufan i love him so he he teaches and um some people are really well balanced and funny other improv people are like you know the rest of comedy world insecure and crazy (laughs) we're seeing a common thread here and and so this one person that had founded the old town improv got called out by basically like a sexual assault type situation but it was like confusing because it was with his girlfriend at the time and <laughs> yeah it was like inner inner relationship sure. possibly sexual assault i'm saying very allegedly okay you don't know and then a bunch of people kind of came to the surface of like this person's creepy and then it was like this whole big improv discussion community of like is it creepy is it for real like an, a me too type of thing or you okay. know like what level is it and then this person that the accused took it like way too far and basically said like you are right everyone i will banish myself and pretty much like took himself out of the whole in old town improv and then like shaved his head like it's just stuff that they, no one even uh. asked for it it like it, even everyone was like oh we didn't it was almost like a like a town mob that was torching and then finally the person like lights himself on fire and then the mob is like wait we didn't mean for you to do that yeah, like, like, like slow down we wanted to just scare you <laughs> yeah, maybe but... just a tone for like a day or so yeah but but what okay 
Yeah. Okay. So then, then that was part of our discussion about improv, and then we talked about the structure of how improv communities are built in general, where it's it very much mimics like Scientology or a cult mm. or something, where yeah. to even like perform usually at level one or level two to earn you know quote unquote earn your your credits or payments, you often have to put work into the building. So uh-huh. like a lot of the times, it's structured like. Um, for level three, you could either pay $300 for the class or you could pay $100 and put in like 10 hours of work and, you know, like work on the Scientology ship. So so we're I was laughing really hard because I was thinking, because he said like, improv is one of the only places where the customer base is also the workforce <laughs> and like you know someone could be taking tickets but then also performing in 10 minutes but then also right. like teaching a class and i was going to ask you in art and in like your stuff is that the case like where they expect artists to also really be like the workforce behind that or well, is it more like if you if just show asking, up and if you're asking if the customer i mean i can tell you a lot that the customer does not typically there are always great customers that come along, but yeah. like typically people look at artists like I, I think I think they look at artists like. But at uh, SeaWorld, you weren't having to like clean the orcas off or anything. Right? No, no, that's a different situation altogether, though. That's because you're that's like the like hired, the best of the best in the situation that I could have been in with caricatures. Because most people that are traveling the world and drawing characters at fairs and things like that, carnivals, you know, they're not typically treated great maybe by their own little company the people that work there but like i think that 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 doesn't really lend itself very well to like people i don't know putting you on on some sort of like level of respect yeah i hate to say that and of course i i could be wrong i'm, I'm sure someone could listen to them like that's not true for me it's like yep okay fine um but i would say a lot of times people think that if you have a job that is fun mm-hmm. okay in their eyes, quote unquote. Yeah, fun, yeah. Then it somehow doesn't deserve the right or 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 uh, the pay that probably it does. Yeah, honestly. Like, oh, you already like doing this, so like, why don't you just do it for a dollar? You know, it's like, well, it doesn't work like that. You know. <laughs> yes. There's a switch though, right? Because you get into these corporate situations, and then the pay does change. Yeah. Like, like my friends who are in animation, right? There is no space where they're not going to get paid a reasonable amount of money. That my animator friends make. Good we say money. that again. There is no space where they're not going to yeah, get paid, or where they. Well, they're not going to get paid well. I, I think that there's. Oh, the, they will always get yeah, paid well. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, maybe not in the very beginning, mm-hmm. but like I know that uh, the people that I that I actually literally know in the animation world get paid a fair amount. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's not like six hundred thousand dollars to you know work on no. a, on a show, but it, it also isn't twenty thousand. Like I got the feeling that our friend um, Stephen Stephen Silver, Silver yeah. isn't like yeah he's not at he's well beyond the stage now of like going to a place and then having to kind of do whatever version of that is of like selling tickets. And, right. Right. No. 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 Yeah. He's. I just think like in in my opinion as an artist like a lot of times I'll quote a price and someone will go like oh god I was <laughs> I was just hoping to trade a six pack of beer with you and yeah like, Give me a fucking break man. yeah yeah like a mural is a good example people are like yeah it's gonna get a lot of exposure they want to they want to trade exposure for you you know mm-hmm. and it's like uh, yeah that's no no I, I'm I'm working yeah like, sorry that's like, so interesting because I thought it, I I'm like I wonder if it's the same in art but don't you think don't you think like in radio when you were in radio it was probably similar where they're like 
did you get paid to go do uh, 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 what is it? What are those called? A satellite or the appearance? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think like on air hosts have two or like almost the opposite. Like they don't expect us to do anything. It's it's uh-huh. almost embarrassing how like kind of like you know like whatever like radio people I think are notoriously kind of like bloated in the way where they don't really have to do anything. Uh-huh. And it's almost like they I think coming from a non radio background, I think people were surprised at how much I was like. Like I would talk about the marketing and talk about social media, and like I had some promo directors and stuff that were like, "We never have talent that is like this talking about stuff, or even like willing to show up right on time." And I think, I mean, getting back to your question, I think especially with like the improv, it's like they don't make a lot of money, right? They're probably not making a lot of money, and there's a lot of moving parts that need to make it work. They've got to have live shows. They've got to do the the classes, and so it's a losing model. That's what we were talking about. It is. but so many people put it in a place where it's like, oh, like when I took my class, I got to tell you, I think I was the most normal of the bunch. And there's probably 15 of us. <laughs> I would look around the room as like, where on earth did you guys come from? <laughs> yeah. But they were all like, I'm here just to be a better public speaker. One, yeah. One person one was like, like, I'm an incest survivor. It's right, like, right, cool, right, exactly. And improv, one was yeah. like, I, I was in, I was in the war. You know, I was, I was, I was in the <laughs> army and I have PTSD and I'm trying to deal with that. And I'm like, I'm not making fun of that. But no, I was, I was no, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking I was going to walk in. I was going to room full of comedians going like we're just working on our skill yes. and it was all like i'm trying not to have anxiety <laughs> what, like, what if pans over and it's just like a parrot and it's like i'm just uh, a parrot <laughs> <laughs> and i just remember going like okay this is great i mean this is awesome it's just different than what i thought it was going to be um i chose not to go on to level two for a couple reasons one it was like the money mm-hmm. and two it was i think i wanted i think i wanted it to be a little bit more um I don't know. I wanted to be in a class of people who were all in the same boat of like, absolutely. Like if, you take, if you take a class and everyone's just like, I don't know, I just needed a credit. And you're like, okay, but like, we're talking about real stuff here and you don't give a shit at all. Yeah. Or like, I remember going around the room and everyone was like saying something. It was, you know, cause it's all yes. And, and then one guy just goes like a vagina. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but that isn't even funny in this moment. It's not funny. You didn't, you're just right. trying to shock. Yeah. And I just don't <laughs> want to be around people who are just trying to shock for no other reason than to shock. And it's not even funny. Right. If it's funny and it shocks, well, yeah. let's go, let's go. And level two is honestly where you get into, it's like less comedy and more, like at one point they're like, everyone walk around in a circle and pick an ailment that you have. So it's like <laughs> if someone walked by it and looked into the window, it's like, my back pain, my, my, oh, my ankle my ankle's broken. And it's like, oh, this is a comedy class where, yeah, I think level two is almost more like harnessing quote unquote real emotion. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to escape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That was my thing. Wait, I had one more, but now I forgot. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. But the funniest <laughs> thing of all was that this this that I talked about the formerly accused man yes was my level two improv teacher. Oh, okay, and I for a brief second had a crush on him. Of course you did. <laughs> and I was I can't even what a loser he didn't even hit on me. And then then we I would like show up like afterwards he's like I always, I always go to the local bar to drink and I like I think after one class I went to the local bar I'm like oh, yes yeah. and oh, <laughs> yeah I'm like yes and assault and he didn't do it. I can only imagine like what your dating app if you ever had a dating app like if you ever like were <gasps> on it it would just look like the sex offenders list like with, yeah like, all these people that's that's your type that's your type. my type uh i recently found a boy on tiktok that's really cute oh. like he kind of looks like an all-star 
like football player. He's this model that's going viral because all these cougars are like in love with him. Sure. And I had posted about him because I'm like, I never ever like boys like this. And then he just, I don't know. It makes me feel nostalgic for like a teenagehood I didn't have. <laughs> I'm like, where's my version of like an 80 teen, teen movies? Yeah, boy? I just want to be in the, like, put me in the back of a, uh, an 84 Yes. Let's go. Molly, Ring- Molly oh, Ringworms. <laughs> that's Meryl Ringworms. <laughs> that would be my character. And, it's, and then I posted about it and uh, one of my best friends, Courtney from like, from third grade knows me so well. And she immediately wrote like yeah that's not a Meryl boy I'm worried about that and then I sent her back my supreme king of Meryl boys which is the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies Stephen I was Page just, I was I'm obsessed gonna, with him I was just gonna make a joke I was he's like, my number one he's he's <laughs> my he's my template for like what exactly I find attractive that's what my dating it would just be like men with black glasses that's all I would God. care about it's like a game of clue yeah I mean this is the you know your type of guy reminds me there is someone out there for everyone like truly, <laughs> because like I wouldn't think of, you know, the guy who's drinking a, a big gulp and looks like he's yeah. a, a computer programmer. Yes. He's got a, you know, a, a Bart Simpson t-shirt on going out to a nice like restaurant. And you're Absolutely. like, you're like, bring it up. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, oh God, I always, I'm always so close yet so far away because Stephen Page, the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies, actually got in trouble for assault at, at Syracuse. He he was like trolling on some female women at, I mean, female, whatever they're called. <laughs> now are, are they even, are we called female women? I don't know. <laughs> on oh. some people at Syracuse. And he, I was like, damn it, I was at that bar last week. Oh my God. So wait, this is when he was in college? Or um, it like- was when like I was in, I was in Syracuse and he, I don't know if he lives there or whatever, but he like, I guess they would play there a lot in upstate and central New York and he would go there often. And I feel like he had some scuffle with a girl that went to Syracuse. Okay. And I was like, I Great. would give anything to be assaulted by. I wish Stephen I wish Page. I could be in a scuffle. Oh man! Page. Um, what, what an episode where we what? didn't really cover anything we were going to talk about. So that right. just means the week after we will. There you go. Bo, I love you. I love if you. If you unfollowed too. me, I would never get. The other day, I was thinking about if you died, and Jesus, I really, I feel like there's not a lot of people in life. I feel like I need, and I feel like I really do no, need. No, no, no. There are. You have 52 people. Actually. No, I don't need them all. You have 52 people that you absolutely 100 are all equally friends with you, and they all need them. And give me a break. If I died, you'd be like, eh, whatever. Never. He was nothing more than a cheese pizza. Get out of here. I'll see you later. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.